All right, send us your thoughts. 0605842250. It is the WhatsApp voice note number, and it is Lockdown Radio. It is Reaction Monday. It is Morrow's Sports Worldwide. So, domestic football. This false break that it's been on, most of the local teams shutting down all the operations, including contract negotiations, believe it or not, as they wait to see if and when the season will be completed. So for the Limbobo-based outfit, Baroka FC, it is business as usual. Bachacha have decided to trim their squad by releasing four players off their contracts. We'll tell you about who they are in just a second. Dylan Kerr is the Baroka FC coach. She joins me on the line. Lockdown Radio, good evening to you, Mr. Kerr. Good evening, sir, and it's a great to speak to you after such a long, long time, and uh, it's nice to speak to all the viewers in your station. Thank you so much, man. I was glad to see you back in the country. Uh, it was good to see you on the bench. Great to see the emotion still very high and the love and desire for the beautiful game of football being there, but it was short-lived, and then boom, came a massive pandemic. How has it affected you? Oof. Uh, the the last call, or you say about football being, you know, the the life and blood of of sports, really. Um, yeah. And and I've and I've seen it firsthand in the eighties when I when I was playing here. It's it's fanatics that love the sport, and I'm I'm just the same as yourself and many of your listeners. We just miss we miss the game, and you know we've seen it this weekend with the German league restarting. Okay, there's no fans, but you know the the atmosphere in the stadium, you know, is different. It's unprecedented to play in front of empty stadiums, but you can see that if you can. I I live streamed it, so I was able to watch it, and you know, just to just to see how players react, because we may have to do that. We may have to play in in, in empty stadia. <sighs> What do you think it's going to be like, though? Because it's, it's just a whole lot more than that. Somebody on Twitter just a short while ago says, if you're lining up to take a free kick, and you know how players usually line up for the wall, and they tug and they pull against each other so that there's no gap for the ball to swing right through, how are they going to be able to do that? Because you can't do that if there's social distancing. Exactly. It's... it's, it's... Well, the, the the top people in in world football have to make decisions, and the PSL and SAFA they have to make one of the biggest decisions for our football. You know, everybody's looking at Europe, looking at the big leagues. You know, we are a big league of, of African football, and we have to make the right decisions, and we have to support the government. We've got to support, you know, the the lockdown rules, but we also have to try and you know come into a a sense that the decision that they make, whether it's to carry on or whether it's to do something else, we have to be prepared. And unfortunately, we can't prepare ourselves on the football field. You know, we, we've, we've got all the gadgets that can monitor heart rate, your, your, your running times, your running distances. We've got all that, but it's not football. We're not kicking that round bag, bag of leather, you know, uh, and, and doing it together. Uh, people can do it in the homes, in the gardens, play against the wall, play against the fence, play against, you know, whatever you can play with, you know, but it's not the same as, as playing uh, in a group, which you have to do to, to, to maintain that kind of 
momentum which we, we've actually stopped now for nearly three months. So it's going to be it's going to be tough, Robert. It's going to be very very yeah. tough. I was going to say, not only there, but it's also on the bench. We saw Germany, the social distancing on the bench, where it, it's almost like a seat, and then you almost count one, two players, and then another seat for the next sub, and then one, two players, and then the other player gets to sit there. So it, it is it's very strict. And But the bottom line is that after what we saw over the weekend, will people be happy about it? Because at the end of the day, um, we saw an elbow. Uh, I mean, I saw one of the players at Bayern Munich uh, dishing out an elbow to the face, etc. It's still a contact sport. So how yeah, much does that contact affect the next person? Yes, you might test every day, but how much of a risk? It's a big, it's a big risk. You know, nobody's got an answer because nobody knows who's got it. You know, they're, they're doing all this testing. You know, I've just I've just been watching the news now and the English Premier League are starting to do small group training tomorrow, but with no contact, with no tackling. I mean, football's all about contact. It's all about tackling. Yesterday, yeah. I was watching the Bundesliga uh, game, and you know, when a corner came in, people were like afraid to actually go and challenge because in the back of their mind, they've got to think, "Hang on, you know, uh, that's uh, social. That's not social distancing." But you know, you've got to win that ball. If that ball's in that area and you're a defender, you've got to win it so you don't concede a goal. And if you're an attacker, you want to beat the defender to score a goal. And there's a couple of times where it went unnoticed, but there's also a couple of times where you could see the, the players were like, you know, not, not challenging the way that they should be challenging. Mm. And then again today I read in um, um, a tweet where, you know, one German player kissed another German player. Uh, I can't remember what team it were. You know, in the celebration, it's natural. It's, 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 there's nothing they can stop it, you know, players doing that because it's a habit of celebration. Spitting is a habit of yeah. getting rid of phlegm. You cannot keep it inside of you because it's, it, 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 it's not right. So it's not something that you're doing on a purpose. You know, it's something that you have to do. You know, it's, it's a natural thing. It's not a habit. It's a natural response to your body wanting to get rid of phlegm so you can breathe and I said to my players jokingly the other day on uh, on our whatsapp group you know if we're losing 1-0 with you know two five minutes to go everybody crowd around the referee and spit and then when he books you spit, spit again you know I mean, it, was, it, 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 it was just a, just a crazy scenario but yeah. you, know, you, you, you get seven players sent off the game's abandoned <laughs> and, 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 and I'm only doing it in jest, but sure. you know it's, it's it's the reality. You know you cannot. St- a player doesn't want to speak. It, it, it will do. It's a, it's a natural reaction. So you know the the social distancing, the touching, the celebration. You know the first game on Saturday it was elbows. It was highlighted elbows. Mm. Yesterday um, by Munich it was high fives. Uh, other German games, it's been high fives, it's been hugging, and, and it's, it's just natural. You, you'll not be able to stop that, even though you, you just forget. It's just a reaction. So it's it's going to be tough, Robert. It's going to be very very tough. Um, you know, if we when we restart, if we restart, we've got to do it right on the, on the spectrum of stopping people. You know, maybe, maybe not. Who knows whether whether somebody might get it? But that's that's the that's the worry. 
um, in the other leagues that have started. And the PSL, sorry, the EPL players had a meeting today. And again, there's a lot of players that are not happy to go back to work because they don't want to be in a risk of bringing it back home to their family. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a difficult situation for my chairman, for me, for my players. My players are, you know, they're pulling their hair out these days, you know, and we're trying to find them something motivational to keep them going, not just physically, but mentally, because that's a big, big part in, in this in this lockdown for everybody, not just footballers, for everybody, because we're, we're all finding it difficult to 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 react to things which we've, we've never had to deal with before, ever. It's, it's, it's new territory for everybody. And you talk about, you know, the Bundesliga, one will be following very closely again tonight, the game between Werder Bremen and Bayer Leverkusen, because they are set to kick off at half past eight this evening uh, to see how that... Uh, plays itself out because I think every little game is a big lesson for us here but most importantly as you would know again Dylan that um, unlike in other parts of the world South Africa and this part of the world is we are heading towards a a, a biting cold winter uh, in June July and which then normally brings about your normal flu and it brings about the normal coughs and sneezes etc etc so now that compounded with the fact that there is a pandemic that is under on un, the way that has been underway for the longest time. How are the authorities going to handle this? They've said that football can only start being played or being considered when we reach level one. Remember now we're still trying to get to level three. So there's still well, exactly. a long way to go. There's a, there's a, there, I mean, I can't see... You know, I've had I've had conversations with other managers, coaches, um, even team managers, and and we you know we're trying to find you know a way of keeping ourselves active with, within you know uh, a zone environment. And you know, a couple of times we've been talking about it, especially you know Paul Matthews at SuperSport said we won't kick off till September um, in in relation to level four, five, uh, three, two, one, and then. You know, like the Western provinces, is the, the rates a lot higher. Are they going to go back to level five? You know, and you know the the, the premiers of, of each province have got to make decisions. You know, we we've got to follow the guidelines, and you know until it is safe to 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 actually bring us back, you know, into the environment. And remember, Robert, there's only six games, seven games, eight games maximum. Uh, to be played towards the end of the season, and and that's similar to uh, the teams in, in in England and Scotland. And as you've seen today, the, the Scottish Premier League have decided to award Celtic the title, yes. um, and and relegate Hearts. You know, and there's there's a there's a legal constitution now where Hearts. I know for a fact because I know the lady that owns Hearts. That club historically is is, is massive, and she'll not want to be relegated on. A decision that's been taken, you know, other than on the football field, you know. So again, you know, listening to people in, all over the world, as which I, I actually do, you know, not just on TV, but you know, reading papers and reading, you know, the top managers in all the in all the in all the countries to educate myself and to help my team and help my chairman, you know, there's there's, there's going to be ramifications if leagues are cancelled or leagues leagues avoided. 
you know, and, and teams get relegated. Um, for instance, Peterborough United, they've, they've, their chairman's already uh, come out and said, you know, he's speaking with his lawyers, if this is the case that they will miss out on a playoff position uh, on this points per ratio uh, system that they've got in League Two, because they've cancelled their league. So League One have got to either follow that president or they, they, they will carry on however the EFL decides. So, you know, there's so many ramifications here, Robert, that nobody's even tapped into the legal uh, side of things uh, that, that who knows, who knows? You know, and, 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 and that's, that's the uncertainty. We don't know. It's, it's all rumours. It's all gossip. Yeah. It's all hearsay. What's going to happen? And this task force, I hope they can work together, find a solution, make it um, efficient to the government to say, yes, we can start to train, we can start to do in small groups and then maybe uh, see how things go in, in the following weeks so we can extend the training to bigger groups and, and then to the full squad, which is what we need to do. And, and until that uh, task squad comes up with a, 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 a proposal to, to, to the government about how football can move forward, then we're, we're all guessing, Robert, and, it's, and, it, and it's, yeah. it's killing me. It really is killing me. It's frustrating, not just as a football coach, but as a football fan. You know, I, I was speaking today to somebody, a very, very good friend of mine. He's my neighbour, yeah. you know, and he's, he's building his house. And it's first time in eight weeks he's actually getting things done. And he said, oh, I've heard the teams might be coming to Polokwane because we've got two stadia. He said, oh, brilliant, fantastic. It's great to watch, you know, all the top teams and, and, and everybody else says, yeah, but you'll not be able to watch them. There's nobody allowed in the stadia. So, so his, his face was, oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So you can see what fans want to do. They want to watch games. They want to be in the stadia. They don't want to particularly watch it's on TV, especially the you know the big clubs, the, yeah. you know the two Sowetan clubs. They want to watch it live, and with with Kaiser Chiefs being at the top of the table, with the chance of winning the Premier League for the first time in a long, long time, the fans want to be part of that. Yeah. The fans want to be a part of that, you know, but so. they'll not be allowed to. So, you know, the, you the power. If you ask Shampo Kekane who's going to win the league, he says it's going to be Sundowns. He knows one victory. They're one point away from KZ Chiefs if they get the three points. Very quickly, though, because I've only got, what, four minutes left with you, Dylan. Ooh. I believe there are a couple of questions that have come through on our voice notes for you. Good evening, Robert. Uh, good evening to Mr. Dylan K. It's Libra here in East London. Can you please ask me to Mr. Dylan K. What are his goals at Baroka FC um, as a head coach at, uh, at Baroka FC? Uh, so that is my question to him. What is, it, is his mandate at Baroka Football Club and what does he want to achieve at the club? Thank you very much. It's Libra here in East London, a wonderful coach. Yeah, that is why I'm asking this uh, question because I know that he will turn Baroka FC around and bring cups at that club. Thank you, Rob. It's Libra. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. It's Alvin from Centurion. Um, I must start by uh, complimenting you for doing a good job. I really like, I really love your show. Um, quick question to to the gaffer, to Coach Dean. Um, I'm I'm personally a, a a soccer strategy and tactics enthusiast, 
and I really would love to know from someone as experienced as him um, about his game model. Like regardless of the set of players that would be at his disposal at a particular time, can you just quickly check with him what he believes to be the best game model in his own view? Marawa, as, as the coach, does he have a final say on the team? The reason why I'm asking is, I've heard one, once uh, uh, his chairman says he he's calling it an, uh, a shot at the team. As a chairman, he decides who the coach must play and what is the reason behind for him taking out those four players without knowing where to go. Thanks, William Litawa and Rastimbek. All right, William, thank you so much. Three minutes on to all of those. Let's start off with the four players. Kamukhele Mokhwasa, Ranga Chivavir. We've also got Makhao, Quinana, as well as Debo Khosodi, who've also just had their contracts. Yeah, cheers. Next one. Why? It's difficult. You know, I've been in the same position, you know, when I left Sheffield Wednesday and came to South Africa to play for Arcadia. I got told that I was being released from my contract. We made, me and my chairman looked at, we've got six, seven, possibly eight games left. Will we be using those players or, or will it be better to give them a time to try and organise something for them at another club? And it's no disrespect to the, to the players themselves. They've been great servants for the club. They've been good for me in training. But would I, would I be using them in the final running of this season? Should it continue? I didn't think they would be involved, and we we made a made a decision to get, well I made a decision with my chairman to to get them a chance to have time to go and you know try and find another club while the season's still going, ready for the season to restart, which should be very very short. So you know we we looked at the positions. Uh, have we got cover? Have we got better players? And that, that's my decision as a coach. And it's, like I say, it's got no disrespect to each one of those players. It's just how football is at the moment. So obviously that answers the question then about whether or not you have control or do you get told who to play, etc., etc. No, I mean, the chairman, the chairman, the chairman, like every African chairman, they will always ask you questions. They will always want, they'll always have their opinions of who should play and who shouldn't play. But my chairman knows that you know, I, I listen to him. We speak about the team playing in the weekend, you know, and whilst I'm in charge, I, I ask him to respect my, my choice of players. Win or lose, you know, it comes down to, 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 to myself. And if the chairman gets involved in team selections, then if you lose, um, you, you lose the game, it's your fault. If you win a game, it's the chairman's uh, decision. And as a coach, you know, you've got to have the mutual respect because he's the owner. He pays the bills, he pays the wages, you know, and, and we have a great relationship where we discuss things, you know, a couple of days before, he's always asking me, as was the, my former chairman, David, the team before the game, just to, you know, for for his own peace of mind. So, you know, we, we, we talk about it, you know, and but it's experience, it's experience of coaching in Africa, Robert, that I've learned, you know, it's 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 not all about me, 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 because sometimes in the short period of time that I've been here, you don't know how players work, you don't know how players tick so sometimes you need that ear for, to listen to, to the chairman and the staff so 
we, we can get the right balance. And I think we've. Well, we've what been would doing you say your mandate recently. is, though? Very quickly, what's what's your mandate? Monday, my Monday, and what I would like to do personally is change opinions of uh, the Rocker Football Club and the teams in Limpopo. I want uh, the team and the players to understand football's one life. You've got one chance in this, and, and make the best of it. I try to in- encourage that. My mandate, obviously, is to keep in the PSL. We're in the semi-finals of the Ned Bank Cup. Should it be played? I want, I've told my players, you can get to the final, get to the final, and you can win it. You know, so you know, mandates are always given to you. Whatever you want to do, they, they want you to finish as high as you can, get into the top eight. But for me personally, it's to prepare us for the next season, 2020, 2021. Lovely having you back in the country. Lovely having you back in PSL football. Dylan Kerr, always a great pleasure. I'm going to catch up with you pretty soon uh, for a more in-depth conversation on the club. But thanks so much indeed for uh, touching base and alerting your fans and supporters about the work that's happening and the potential of what's going to be happening as far as lockdown is concerned. Thank you. And to you, Robert, great speech as always. And to all the people that's listening, stay safe. Stop spreading this virus. Don't be stupid. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Do what the government are trying to get us to do together, and we'll beat this. And I'm not going to swear, <laughs> but it's mother something. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. Stay strong, my friends. Stay safe. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. All right. That's Dylan Kerr. Barack FC coach, they're coming through and giving us uh, a couple of hints in terms of what to do.